I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, Robert said, I ask, I also have a form to examine your wife. All right, the husband said, baby, come on. The doctor's ready to do your physical. The wife came out. She was a large woman in a house dress and an apron. She had her hands on her hips and Robert was unprepared for what she had to say. I told you I wasn't going to let no nigger doctor examine me. Robert was beside himself. There were many things one could say about the South, but he had never experienced rejection by patients of his own kind and hadn't ex- anticipated such a thing in this new place. Colored doctors in the South were revered because there were so few of them and because they were the only ones who would be counted on to go into the country to tend to colored people. They were greeted like Union soldiers come to free the slaves because the great chasm between or chasm between blacks and whites, colored doctors also had a virtual monopoly on colored patients. He realized he had entered a more complicated universe than he had imagined. Colored people in California didn't have to go to colored doctors if they didn't want to. They had choices colored people in the South couldn't dream of. To make matters worse for a colored doctor in a new town, the very system that instilled privilege and superiority in Southern whites also instilled a sense of inferiority in their colored workers. And when the latter got the chance to get all that had been denied them, some some sought out uh whatever they were convinced was superior and thus white and in that one exchange robert experienced a byproduct of integration that would affect nearly every black business and institution when the doors of segregation flung open rejection by a black customer base for the wide open new world it didn't take robert long to realize that he would have to work doubly hard to win over his own people and get any patience at all but at the moment he was so hurt and rattled by the woman's rejection that he couldn't think straight hey welcome to the black guy of tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a saturday ready to give you guys some feedback uh to your feedback you guys have left comments all week long um uh, about the things that we had to say and so we're gonna make sure that you guys are heard you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black out tips leave us five star reviews uh we'll read them as long as they're nice uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport what about and bullet ball extreme today's excerpt was from the warmth of other sons by isabel wilkerson and uh that that one as a black business owner definitely was something i thought about a lot um and you know as a person that went to an hbcu something i think about you know how once you had integration and the world opened up to choices for black people there was a lot and and still is a lot of oh well this black thing is somehow less official Mm -hmm. less good less quality than this white thing um and that's a big you know that's a major thing yeah and 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 it's a big problem and it has uh uh for anybody that's in business or or doing things where you're trying to when black people do things there are some people who go i want to do this i want to do this specifically for black people like this person there's some people go i just want to do something for everybody but a lot of times it don't matter what group you fall in they're going to be some people that's going to feel like y'all both are are not up to the standard of whiteness Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like a catch-22 when you go okay my stuff isn't specifically for black people but black people are still rejecting me because of my blackness yeah it's funny because when you hear that stuff like working twice as hard won't save you and why do black people always feel like they have to work twice as hard and it's like well i know it's respectability to a certain extent but you also realize part of that is because it's true 
part of it is just the truth and it's just not supposed to be that way but it's the truth like black people do have to be better at this shit uh a lot of times in white their white counterparts and this is a lot of times because of the even to our own people the instilled like inferiority that we've accepted that we go oh why you would go to a hbcu Ugh, you don't want to go to a regular school or something like that and it's like oh that's you've instilled that inferiority into this must be less of an education you know and because white people say it is now white people also think you're less do you do you agree with that and in many cases the answer is yes many black people do agree that we are less they mm-hmm. you know they do see um the stuff that we go through differently through a different lens and it's always coding over everything and you know uh what was interesting about that um that passage is that he had gone to um california to escape jim crow to escape segregation to escape racism and he had built up in his head i'm gonna be a doctor and i'm gonna uh he ends up in la but he was like i'm gonna be a doctor i'm gonna go to where like a lot of the people from my town have moved and i'm gonna be a surgeon there i couldn't be a surgeon in the military there was too much racism even overseas i couldn't be a surgeon uh back home in the south so okay i'll go to where black people are in california where it's free and all this stuff and uh you know he ends up dealing with black people who are like i don't want no black person working on me you know now that i can pick a white doctor that's the only kind of doctor i want yeah and 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 it's 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 sad uh what is the truth and a lot of times a lot of arguments and a lot of debates online bull bull back to this right here uh when black people have own businesses a lot of times some people won't even cater or won't even give them opportunity because they feel like they're black so why waste my time investing into blackness but a lot of times it's sad but it's almost like a two-sided story we are the only people that support us and then sometimes a lot of times in certain situations we are the only people to reject us too because sometimes white people actually flock to us and niggas be like nah yeah it depends and at this time white people weren't flocking us but correct um one of the things i think is interesting is that he felt rejected um you know in california by certain people by certain black people you know rejecting him but even with him being revered by black people in the south um many times those people were not in position to pay him you know he wasn't in a position to be compensated so um you know that fueled part of his reason to move it's like even with them going like oh my god a doctor we're gonna actually get looked at we're gonna you know someone's gonna actually deliver our baby you know and many times you have to deliver it at home because black people aren't allowed to be in the hospitals correct you know there there's just a lot of just movement to the various circumstances and systems he was navigating and you know when i read that i was just like damn that must really fucking suck and then the worst part is he had, he went out to his he was so shaken by that uh at the time he was doing health exams and taking people's urine samples okay and which is beneath a doctor of his station right. at the time mm-hmm. but he was black so this is what he had to do to make a living he got seven dollars and fifty cent for per exam and two dollars and fifty cent for the urine sample and so he did the husband's exam guys uh got his urine sample but then the wife called him a nigger and he just you know politely packed his shit up and left because he's like uh, like so shaken by he never experienced a black person you know calling him a nigger and and in an inferior way like that before 
and so he got in his car and then he realized he had left a urine sample behind which was extra two dollars and fifty cent and he had to go back in there hat in hand and get the urine sample you know even knowing what he had just experienced because that's just the way shit was so it was like you know i love that book man it's just very eye-opening very um very good uh and uh covers a lot of different perspectives um a lot of the stuff that i've heard of before but you know you read it in different details or in different contexts you know i'm sure i'll read a passage on there sooner or later about harlem and uh how harlem became like this black place like like harlem we now think of harlem as this black ass black blackity black place but you know that's not how it started and and the thing is it's slowly starting to almost transition back you know because the way people talk about gentrification and things like that it's Mm. slowly starting i don't know if harlem is or not i know brooklyn is yeah brooklyn is uh from my understanding we don't live there this Mm -mm. is just secondhand knowledge right maybe harlem too you know and then you know white people have a penchant for renaming shit so maybe it's called something else Else, now like oh it's the such and such village now it's like no that's harlem or whatever you know um anyway uh that's uh you know that's today's um excerpt uh for the reading rainbow um segment that uh many people have started to come to love i mm-hmm. I'm glad. you know i'm glad that we stuck with it because i was i'm be honest before i got that uh before i got that um read that that review i actually was gonna quit i was like nobody cares about this but that person inspired me to keep going thank you it's all your fault shout out to you you the real mvp mm-hmm wouldn't happen without you oh what's the volume down on this thing take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can't go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can't be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow take a look these niggas shook um come on let's get into the people that donated to the show you can donate to the show by going to the blackouttips.com on the right hand side there's a hey you want to give some money uh thing you can do it once you can do a recurring donation um it's totally up to you any denomination we accept and you get a little shout out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song today's a new day new day new cash rebecca m hit us with that donation thank you very much jane m thank you as well kelly c we appreciate you kelly tiffany b thank you very much virginia p we appreciate you shirley huang esquire please say the esquire palmetto stone magic thank you very much for your uh recurring donation alfonso m thank you very much alfonso uh jeff f we appreciate you uh jeff coming through lindsay b thank you very much lindsay uh damian jackson i am for real thank you very much damian uh james c we appreciate you james autumn w you know autumn my favorite time of the year david c thank you very much david 
damien r we appreciate you damien um wrong folder uh nicola c thank you very much uh for for you nicola coming through uh dr bambi uh who is uh recovering and doing well mm-hmm. shout out to my shout out to my thoughts okay apparently they're more powerful than y'all knew jason <laughs> f <laughs> uh jason f thank you very much kevin w thank you very much kevin uh donna n appreciate you donna uh our girl falcons diva um who's uh falcons beat our panthers and you know you know how it is guys uh Derek lw thank you Derek. no relation to three lw now remember three lw i no, do just me Mm-mm, no i know they are <laughs> felicity f please help oliver in the crisis on infinite I, earth i hope you do need some help donna n thank you very much donna uh lawrence c we appreciate you lawrence grace n thank you grace appreciate you uh my man zachary n who does living uh corporate podcast b coleman thank you very much b coleman uh linwood c we appreciate you linwood oldest sounding name on the show come on cedric the entertainer w thank you sound like cedric sitting there and go wow <laughs> malanike i thank you so much uh tracy j we appreciate you tracy preston team dro i know that's his his fam uh waiting for that show to come back i know monica t we appreciate you monica uh gerard l thank you very much gerard uh calvin n thank you very much calvin james t g and that is everybody Ooh, that was a lot of people we made it though oh 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 and you look so much better when you all right let's get into these five star reviews guys you guys know the rules you can leave us a five star review we read it on the air as long as it's nice you know we just we ask for so little in this world you know as black people black creatives i think that's the least people can do is leave us for nice five star reviews yes and we did get a few um we got three on itunes the perfect podcast perfect in all caps this is just the best podcast on the planet earth we have a good friend in common nc comedian carla simpson hey carla hey baby i miss you and a year ago she suggested that i have to download this podcast and start listening you cannot imagine the joy i had when i saw that you did the walking dead recast and game of thrones the way that i wanted the recast to be done in addition to the recast i started listening to the shows and just found a treasure trove of everything i needed in my life from navigating social media to current events to fantastic game segments such as guess the race thank you rod and karen for being just fantastic folks and we'll soon put some money in the collection plate so i can get the goodies behind the paywall love you miss barnes thank you thank you shout out to carla mm-hmm. and i hope you do get you some of them um some of that stuff behind the paywall is fun over it is there fun. just did a nerd off with chris and aaron and karen yesterday mm-hmm. did a movie review on jumanji yep and the balls deep yep love you guys five stars by knapsack who says have you ever met two cool people just saying stuff you wanted to say out loud this is a podcast for you i love this podcast five stars all around the podcast sphere great show uh and this one is from big kid 99 who says plead the fif star plead the fifth there are so many amendments (laughs) if i could only choose one 
uh this show is amazingly <laughs> riddled with black beautiful blackness oh thank you i love that sentence this show is amazingly riddled with beautiful blackness i'm a long time listener and have appreciated every show i've listened to from the structure of the show to the well thought out opinions on social issues this show is an a plus even though fucking with black people is depressing segment it happens to be my favorite yeah well you know gotta have some gallows humor you know we gotta talk about it i sometimes i feel bad if i don't you know talk about some of the shit that's in fucking with black people just to let people know hey you're not alone you're not crazy and also um we don't have to like turn it to a good time segment every time we talk about racist you know i think that's the big thing about that people feel about black people is like some racism happening they think we all turn into like the last thing yeah i think they think we all turn to the last scene and do the right thing and <laughs> it's, it's not we no, just it's, it's something you you never get used to but in a way you do get used to it you mm-hmm. know no that sounds like a contradiction but if you're black you understand yes and the anger is still there but the anger is different when you're younger a lot of times the anger is it's more intense and then as you get older you're still angry and the shit still bothers you but it's a different type of anger yeah i, I don't yeah yeah i guess so because I mean, you know when you when you're younger everything is new so you know young people have very intense feelings like on a lot of shit everything. i think i think that's true but I, I i don't know i feel like i've always handled stuff this way like you've known me my whole life i've mm-hmm. always laughed at this yes. kind of shit yes because it, it does make me angry but i'm i'm also in my mind i guess i'm i feel more in control when i'm laughing at something than when i'm giving in completely to anger yeah yeah and and it has to be a balance there and you know um when you're younger sometimes you don't know what that balance is some young people do but i know i didn't i didn't know what the balance was yeah so it was extreme for me uh i may just be crazy yet i feel as though educational uh is educational and broadens my perspective of race relations in real time examples the blackout test is surely a home uh to come to during a miserable commute thank you for providing us with wonderful material stay blessed ashton at funuk thank Thank you. you we appreciate you um and then we got one new one on uh stitcher uh it's kind of shady but i'll read it anyway five stars by denise lev five stars is the title i really like this show it's quote unquote for the people it's positive it's funny it's knowledgeable and the hosts are stupendous they really try to make take take a person's humanity into account most of the time and that's rare sometimes often in quote parentheses the main host now this is uh lets me know that uh this is very sexist we both co-host we both did this show Mm, you know you're the main host i'm the main host you're the main host that's why some people treat us all right apparently karen is just here for she's my sidekick uh the main host does this thing where he says i've always liked this or i've always done this and you in words never did this until it was popular but then goes on to treat other people who talk the same way about another subject like their pick me's for going against popular opinion when he does it himself i would really like an example of me doing that i'm not saying it doesn't happen but you got to be specific with this kind of thing like when i say listen i've always like is this count for like look man i always felt like uh black women were beautiful and you niggas waited till lapita niago to start admitting it is that count or does that not count you know what i'm saying i don't say that but you know let's say that i do i would like an example like write in email us to blackoutist at gmail.com feel like we can become fast friends uh 
uh obviously uh just write in just to me you don't have to address karen in the email because clearly she's a psychic um <laughs> i only come in for the last act and you know how i love calling y'all pick me's that's like my favorite phrase oh you hmm. pick me ass pick me ass nigga look at you over here trying to get shows <laughs> y'all know how you start shows like that all the time no you do not um uh, or not to judge you other people with all the judgment but i've never filled in the blank it's off-putting because an otherwise cool person likes to point out how much better than or above most people they are oh but see that's the thing though you know i'm gonna finish your sentence i'm not even gonna interrupt let me finish it and then i'm gonna bring back to this point and it'll we'll all have a laugh and then we'll meet in person one day you'll hug me and say i was tripping rod and i'll say you wasn't tripping we all do it i assume no one has ever told him this because he doesn't feel approachable i really wish this part was true a lot of people said it about you i really really wish i'm amazed how many people feel like that i really do wish y'all thought i wasn't approachable to be honest with you but i have a fucking inbox of strangers constantly in my dms Same because i've allowed myself to be too fucking accessible yes real talk like this is not even like you couldn't possibly know this because you don't know me Mm-mm. but it's uh, like even just reading y'all's feedback is something most podcasts will never fucking do because they, they don't care about your opinion no they don't they don't want to know what the fuck you have to say Mm-mm. they put out a product and that's a one-way street <laughs> yes sir we have allowed this to be a two-way street and not just allowed this to be a two-way street nigga we were the first and the onlyest for a long time that actually took a whole shows to be like but what do y'all think so it's not just that i disagree with that part i feel like it's the direct opposite and i feel like what you're doing is exactly the the exact opposite of me being unapproachable correct now just because i don't stand for no bullshit and that i do stand firm in my opinions and while i will listen to you and take it in i will defend myself i will you know be like this is where i disagree with you if that means i'm not approachable that's fine because to me that just means i'm not a pushover and i'll be honest with you in a way without trying to insult you call you names your intelligence any of that stuff i might be funny and it might get into mocking sometimes but you know what i mean i'm not here to try to turn you into like um i'm not here to be like listen i'm gonna shut this shit down don't you ever talk to me motherfucker like i don't do that nope now if people are intimidated by me i can't help that i think a lot of people are you know it happens i like that's something that's happened to me my whole life when i worked at motherfucking as a waiter i used to have managers that would pull me to the side to be like you know i feel like did and i'm like nigga you're the boss i'm not doing shit i come in i work at the time i'm supposed to work cool i've had people my whole life pick me to the side to be the one that you know they they're not fucking with and it's like we never had a bad interaction i don't think anything negative about them and then boom all of a sudden it's this shit um so i've i've dealt with this before you know i have also had the opposite i've had people that clung on to clung on to me in ways that i didn't understand i'm still figuring this shit out at 41 years old to be like why does this person feel so affected by my opinions why does this person feel like they need me to express their opinions why do they feel like we need to share the same opinions all the time and that my approach needs to be the exact same as what they would do why are they putting so much weight on me because i'm not putting the weight on them like i understand and respect their individuality you know but i'll, I'll finish the thing but i i i've I know like people have told me before that they 
feel intimidated by me or they or their actions have shown they feel intimidated or like they can't right. approach me right and like i said i it's funny because they're approaching me when they say it you know mm-hmm. but um i hope people i hope what that really is is that y'all feel like y'all can't approach me with no bullshit and if that's the case cool i hope that's the truth yeah i do yeah like come come correct man because i try to come correct when i come at people you know uh in any light like i try to at least have thought about their position and think about mine and, and try to reach out to them on some connecting level that's not just me you know starting some shit you know anyway or maybe they have and he doesn't care uh i mean look i i'll be caring when i care you know i care more about the people that love me and invest in my life um and take time out because those are the people who count so you know i make sure that the people around me have that freedom and feel that freedom to like to challenge me or to talk to me directly about shit um and the ones that are real do you know uh, anyone that has taken the time to listen to um this show listen to what how me and justin uh connect um you know and then of course in my private life y'all will never know all the stuff that i do there but you know i don't think i have anyone in my life that we don't have as long as we keep it respectful we don't have the ability to disagree or to say hey what about the way you challenged this or the way you took this or you did this and then also i mean because a lot of the shit is humor some of this stuff is jokes yes sir and so we'll like even when we mean it you can approach me and we make a joking way and it's like i'm still taking it in but we also aren't becoming you know enemies or whatever but i know he won't read this on the show because it's not necessarily nice and it's cool okay maybe this is just that same troll just using the alias Mm -hmm. yeah you know i'm not even sure it's a real person now because that's what that same Mm -hmm. troll does like i know what you're gonna do and it's like you don't know me i still love it that's my only complaint no one's perfect but it can be judgmental hope he works on that yeah here's my only thing i would say uh that after i read all this shit um when you can write something like this into the show without making me feel judged i'll do my show that apparently makes no one else feel judged like what we do is a high wire act and it's fucking impossible to talk about this many topics this many ways with this many things and never once make people feel judged never once make people feel like inadequate or to never be annoyed with other people to never point out the hypocrisy of of other shit you don't have to take it in this is just my experience through life um i love that you pointed out when i said i've always done this or i feel this way because i'm speaking for myself i not we not a bunch of other motherfuckers speak for blackness (laughs) right so you know i think that that um that's kind of that's really important to note there because uh i do feel like uh you're never going to be able to find an example of any podcast that does anything about pop culture and politics and shit that doesn't make people feel judged you're never going to find it um and if you do write me that email let me know who it is who the special person that's figured this shit out and and you can listen to it and go yeah they've never made anyone ever feel a certain way that's what we do for a living somebody gonna feel a way about it you know we talk about it and we're not scared so it's gonna be impossible for me to say you know i think people are tripping over this lizzo shit and then be like but i validate their opinions and shit i no i Mm -mm. don't i don't either i actually think they kind of tripping and it's just they gonna have to feel that way you know and it's and there's 20 other topics throughout the week i'm sure we talked about that there's somebody that felt like you know 
man why didn't you make me feel i don't know appreciated in your disagreement of me or whatever but it is what it is and um and also the other truth is i have been on shit before other folks and whenever you are there's like especially with social media there's like a cost to it it is i everybody if well if you're active you've done it like hey i like this thing and then people are like fuck you blah blah blah, it's whack and then later they start liking the thing too and it's like you know we i would like to hope that all of you can relate to that experience even if it's not on the individual topic that we're talking about we've all had those moments and i'm just sharing with you my human moments i'm not an avatar for all black people i'm not the 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 stand-in for like you know some um some omnipotent being who can speak to every experience i'm only me and these are my experiences and you are listening because our shit is dope and i know you said do we do i think i'm better than everybody no i don't but i do think our podcast is better than everybody's so that you know yeah yeah a lot lot of self-love a lot of ego boasting a lot of it's all about us because it is on our platform yeah i do and i hope everybody doing their podcast at the time that they doing their podcast feels a motherfucking same way you know i hope you feel like your shit is is valid and and worth it and perfect and great and getting better and all the things that i feel when we do this show you know yeah because that's the thing you have to have a certain type of of ego and a certain type of arrogance to even and click on to click record like like a lot of people better realize that a lot of people who has never had their opinion judged or who has never had their opinion put out there for people to scrutinize and and tell them what's wrong with it and how they didn't voice their opinion. well first of all can you just a sidekick so you can like, shut that down okay what I, they talking to me okay i don't know why you trying to get involved in our discussion okay they wrote in to the main host okay what? See, see, <laughs> see, see. Well, I'm about to bust up the goddamn discussion. Cause you go hear what I got to say. As I was saying, <laughs> I know you was talking to Rod, but um, excuse me, I'm in the background too, and I got something to say. Can I raise my hand? Can I butt in? <laughs> it don't matter. I'm gonna I'm do it anyway. But I do feel like, um, for real though, for people who have never had that spotlight on them sometimes put like this a lot of times they really don't understand everything that goes along with that so it's real easy to make sweeping statements or or say things when in reality that's actually not how it works once you get on the other side yeah um it's i mean you know it is what it is i i think we're in the fishbowl and we've chosen to be yes and you know we're doing good at it you know it's not like uh <laughs> it's not like we uh suck at this it's not like we're not you know getting money doing this um it's not like we're not popular doing this i mean um so it's that thing where it's just like you know it's not gonna be for everybody or they're gonna have their issues with it but if you can do it better i do challenge you and hope that you find a way to do it better and maybe your shit will even like blow up even more and i'll be like damn so that's how you do it you know mm-hmm. so yeah and, and and i tell people a lot of times uh you know when people complain 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 I'm like well then you try it but that's the thing nobody ever wants to try it because the average person is scared <laughs> it's easier to come at somebody that's actually making the effort than for you to put the effort because of the reality you don't have the the the, the um 
how can I say this? In reality, you don't have what it takes to actually do it because if you did it and you begin to, uh, to be on the other side, you be like, "Oh, this shit is work. Oh, people are coming at me. Oh, this is a lot." Like, like as you grow, if you stand it long enough to grow, there's a lot more that comes to this than turn on a mic. Just because people make it look easy, it doesn't mean that it's easy. You know, like people mm-hmm. say, you make sure the shit look easy so I can do it too. And a lot of people, but I want to start a podcast. I'm like, oh shit, motherfucker, this work. Yes, bitches work, you know? Yeah. And that's shit we've been on. I don't know what to tell you. I know we was on the first podcast doing this Skype shit. Yeah. Building community with other shows instead of treating them like fucking rivals and telling them they can't be on our show or like talking shit about them because they doing better than us or, you know like we we did that you know and especially being like low-key pioneers in this black podcasting shit we've been around like i'ma always feel good about that and i'ma always point it out you know and and in addition to other shit you know and i would advise or guess not even advise i would guess everybody has something like that you know everybody has their things where they're like oh no i used to love i've been like uh i don't know some artist that nobody had heard of until a year ago and now everybody likes them and we always point it out yes. you know now some of the shit i just don't think is true i don't call people pick me's and shit like that so mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here with that um but you know it, everybody's entitled to their own opinion and stuff but the way i'm gonna make my feel, mama proud you guys are not doing anything with your life you may not see it but i'm trying to do i'm trying to c- accomplish something and you guys are preventing me from that all y'all haters like I'm trying to accomplish my dreams. If you don't like me, just block me. I didn't do anything to you. Let's get into our comments. <laughs> we have episode, we have episode 2004 slept on. Um, Rigo, it was a feedback show. Rigo1819 says, my family celebrates Christmas, but we're a, bu- we're a fun bunch of capitalist pigs, but I like to think I'm just celebrating the winter solstice with my indigenous ancestors um catrice 206 says i'm probably in the minority but i'm enjoying the janky donation shout outs lol it adds to the comedy of the show i'm just listening <laughs> if you can understand the amount of praying i was doing while my phone i was doing my phone today i was like please because it was taking a second to load each one i was like please jesus please for the lord okay it's going all right and i knew we had two weeks of them to get to i was like please <laughs> please don't do this bullshit like last week anonymous says karen is so hilarious every time she talks about creating sketches i need to see her ideas on the next season of a black lady sketch show <laughs> karen you would be such a funny addition to the cast sydney thank you oh thank you baby no that's great you know i can see karen you know on there getting hated because she knows she'll pick me and you know <laughs> yes, we've been we've been on this pro blackness I, I am a pick me honey they be like you ain't black enough mm-hmm. how dare you let the you over there being a white man's uh beating boy they called he, her the white man's whore come on they were replacing my picture with some white man and shit be like look at her she got a white husband okay i don't want karen have to go through all that hate uh <laughs> <laughs> says, but we ever get a blackout who who's who tips a sketch show i sure will y'all just gonna have to hate anonymous says just curious do you consider ebro hot 97 a black man because i think if there was a man who would challenge and possibly out ti it would be him i'm be real with you anonymous i i don't, I don't watch i don't listen to um hot 97 Mm-mm. um so 
you know i i can't really speak on that i'm not really uh uh familiar with uh ebro exactly i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man what i will say is this with your question being do you consider ebro a black man right there i'm gonna have to go ahead and say whatever it is it can't possibly be like i it's gonna be people that discount what you said you see what i'm saying so like it's like saying do you consider sean king a black man so that means there's a bunch of people out there that say this man's not black or don't consider him black so i don't know that that counts for a person willing a black person from the community willing to call t out to the table it and i'm not i'm not questioning this man's blackness you submitted the question with his blackness in question already if you know what i'm saying so yeah I, yeah i i don't know i'm i'm tell you I, I, I hear the name but i don't know that man yeah i've heard that name before i think it's like ebro in the morning maybe i don't know man i don't listen to mm, I don't a lot up. of hip-hop radio shows mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. ever since i've been all jokes ever since i've been doing podcasts i right. literally don't listen to the radio period yeah and also like the man you know I, it's just gonna sound shady so i'm not gonna say it uh do you celebrate because you know what i'm trying not to judge people you know what i'm saying denise we we in this together boo i'm trying to find a way not to make anyone feel bad so i'm not gonna say the entertaining funny yet shady thing that you know you want to hear me say that i just teased about how i feel about <laughs> all all hip-hop morning radio shows how do i how does Ron feel about them what was he gonna say that was so like controversial that he said no i'm not gonna do that because y'all niggas ain't on it the way i've been on it so let me stop because i'm not i'm gonna sound not nice i don't want to be a mean person i I want everyone to feel great and ebro and Charlemagne, you are all valid to me you are all the same you are pot it's all love don't you know you'll come to it when you come to it and i respect your humanity and your soul no matter what you say no matter what you do it's no all opinions the same to me hey you know you know we all are here living just breathing all right so i'm not even gonna say you know matter of fact <laughs> why would i even be mad at ti hey he just a man like to check his daughter's hymen who cares really i mean hey that's just his life you know what i'm saying and her life they just hey she might love it for all i know her and her doctor they may high five on the way out uh you know so hey you know no opinions over here guys you ain't gotta worry about that anymore no one's gonna ever have to feel bad listening to our show uh ah! <laughs> the poll was do you celebrate the holidays in december yes but just one of them yes i'm generally festive in december or nope karen i'm generally festive particularly at my new job i'm generally festive in december because we actually uh decorated yesterday which was actually a lot of fucking fun i didn't realize how much fun that was because i normally don't decorate because i was like i don't don't give a fuck but uh yeah we decorated was fun you're having so much fun at that job i'm so glad you took it i nigga i am when i tell you i am nigga i have literally been having a motherfucking ball you know it's rare that you get up for work every day you're going to work and you be like you know what it is work and y'all paying me to be here but nigga i would rather be anywhere else like i really it's not stressful i'm not stressed in this laid back and you know it's one of the few times in my life when you get opportunities like this that you just enjoy the ride so i'm just going to enjoy uh the ride right now but yes um 
we was putting up all types of stuff because and it's hilarious because one part of my job it we it was it, we joked about it. it looked like the motherfucking winter wonderland when you cross over to uh, one side of the building literally it's about probably close to 100 maybe 150 desks mm-hmm. all with fucking christmas decorations like literally like like you know how you bring like the uh wrapping paper they put the wrapping paper on the outside wow. they got bowls but y'all joke y'all job is woke too so do they have yes. stuff for like hanukkah and all that stuff too and they probably they probably do somebody yeah. I, I put like this even if it, they don't do it big like that somebody decorates well i know for halloween oh so they could they could choose how to decorate each desk yes, oh yes that's dope. so people like some departments just like hey we're gonna do this for a whole department and some oh. people kind of individually did things and you know i know for halloween they did a huge halloween bash and so you know for certain holidays it's just like a big thing and like i said if you don't want to participate you don't have to but it's you know it's one of those things where it keeps the the morale high and so i really do uh i like that so we was looking like hey we can't be outdone by them so we went and got some stuff so uh yeah i'm really 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 uh this is one of the first christmas in a long time where i've kind of gotten the quote-unquote christmas spirit if that makes sense Mm -hmm. where i'm like you know what i'm actually um happy i'm in a good place um i even plugged in our little fake christmas tree over there with the with the i saw you did that i normally do that yes you did with it. the decorations i was yeah. like wait a minute we can when it got into december i was like i looked i was like oh it's december they plugged up no that's a that's a black christmas carol come on that's how you know christmas has started it's official when you hear that donnie Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better this Christmas. Listen, um, I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. I'm glad you like the new job. I remember, you know, I mean, I always was like, you deserve better, and you can go ahead and get a new job. And you was like, I don't know, I'm scared. I was. Scared, I'm just gonna stay y'all. here and be miserable on this plantation. And I said, stop being a pick me and get your <laughs> ass this new job and get you some love. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I was being a hypocrite, y'all. I would have to admit. Now, how am I gonna encourage y'all? to live y'all dream I, I thought about that thing i was like now nah, care you be on this microphone tell the people to live their dreams you know go out and do big things you tell the other people they great they wonderful you tell the other people to use their talents you know you out here telling other people to go out and shake and rock the world around them and you looking around and you going but what about because that's the thing it's easy because i'm i am a motivator like this is what i do motivating and pushing people to be their best that's that's something that's actually within me i i I do this so but it's hard to kind of take your own advice on those things because then all of a sudden becomes personal you begin to say how is this going to affect me but in the reality of it sometimes put like this it's time for you to move sometimes and sometimes it's best to move before you're pushed Mm -hmm. (laughs) because once you're pushed you're not prepared if you are prepared and then you leave before you push whenever you land uh whenever you land the landing isn't as hard and you could be more prepared for you might not be prepared for everything but it's not as catastrophic to uh what's happening around you versus if you're not prepared and something happens and all of a sudden people go no we're gonna push you off because your action should have been gone 
but now you're forced to leave then all of a sudden you feel like you're free falling and you're not prepared so i actually was prepared so when i landed it wasn't as bad and a lot of times when your landing is soft you can actually adjust better and adapt better and you can actually recover better not not that you won't feel any bruises and bumps once you hit the ground but you're actually better prepared you know for these things you know it's almost like um and as I said, it's almost like it's, you have to treat it like a car, like your like your body and who you are is a car. And and people know with cars, you constantly get upgrades with your cars. Like some people have a car, and every so often they constantly do trade ins. And then some people every so often they constantly purchase a car. And then some people they actually take their car, the car that they have. It's an older car, but with that car, which is themselves, they actually take the time to actually repair the vehicles, which means you're going to have to get a timing belt. You're going to have to get your oil changed. you got to get the tires balanced, rotated. These are the little things that you constantly do on this vehicle. And so the vehicle is you. And I, I this is something that's really been on my mind, so I got to share this with I y'all. I can tell. You got a lot of metaphors going over here. We're yes! pushing and jumping. We got cars. Yes! I'm, I'm catching the bus right now. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so, for, for, so for, for me, you know, your, your body is like a car. So I kind of been, you know, thinking about, you know, where I am in my life and things like that and and i was thinking about like with your with your body and your personal life and your personal space being the car once you uh fix this car repair this car and and do the things to this car it's growth there you know and you have to grow with your car and you know people a lot of times people look at the car at their cars people look at the exterior of the car they don't look at the interior of the car and so you know i've kind of worked on the exterior but you know when it comes to the interior it's hard because you look on the inside of your car in your car in real life you got food on the floor your baby done threw stuff in there it's dusty it's dirty all these other things you might not your leather peeling or whatever it is and so i feel like okay once you start looking on the interior of the of the car which is yourself you start fixing and repairing and cleaning up it will actually make the car look better and a lot of times you end up being a better person with this older model car because everybody can't afford to get the all these upgrades and everybody can't afford to do all these little things but you work with what you got so that's why i feel like i'm working with what i got and i'm growing with what i got and i'm realizing that it's slowly making me a better person learning and growing and changing and repairing you know because when you repair stuff it means you take out the old and you put in the new so you know that you know with us changing over in a new season you need to take out the old trash and put in something new take out the old tires and get some new tires so you can get a better grip on the ground a better grip in life so you can actually flow into the next year better you know some people need to wash their cars wash off the dirt wash off the ground wash all the people off get the things that you don't need out of your life you know because we're going into the new year and everybody be like new year new you blah 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 okay but do you actually mean it because a lot of people go new year new you but they don't change shit they just say it because that's what people say around christmas time they're not trying to morph they're not trying to change they're not trying to grow they're not trying to challenge themselves you know but this is something that i'm trying to do and i don't know if it's something with me uh like like you said something about turning 40 that actually it was like a shift that i didn't realize the shift um and i don't know what happens and i don't know why it happens and that everybody is 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 different but uh for me that shift meant there were things that i was gonna have to let go and people that i was gonna have to let go and and learning feeling more grounded in my decision making and knowing that i am who i am and learning how 
it's okay to be flawed and it's okay to be imperfect and it's okay to be you know whatever size i am and it's okay for my face to break out and it's okay you know for my hairs to go gray and it's okay it's okay for these things you know i don't have to be this this perfect thing for any and everybody to actually dictate what i do when i'm in control of of this vehicle called my life like i'm in control of that and so I'm, 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 am, I'm at a place where I like to say, I'm really, I can just tell the difference, you know, in me, you began to care less about people's opinions. I know for me, once I turned 40, because you're younger, you're constantly caring about people's opinions and what they think about you and trying to adapt and adjust. And one day you wake up and you realize, oh, there's nothing I can do to make you happy. I might as well live my own life. You know, and once you realize that you're going to have that, that is your body and your choice and your decision on if you get married, when you get married, who you get married to, if you have kids, if you adopt, all these life choices and decisions are, are yours. And once you realize that people aren't going to like the decisions that you make and you're going to have to be comfortable in the uncomfortableness of people not liking the decisions and the choices that you made about your life. And the older you get, the more you are comfortable with people not liking it. And when people come in and telling you, hey, I don't like this, you're going, okay, did I ask for your opinion? You know, because I actually didn't. You know, this is my life. I don't run into your life and point out the flaws in your life and tell you what's fucked up in your life and how to correct your life. I don't function like that. And so since I don't function like that, I would expect the same courtesy of you not to do that to me in return. And I think the older I get, the more comfortable I am in who I am in making decisions and not allowing people to sway my decisions when I know my decisions are right. And I think, like you said, I'm going to go piggyback into to the top of, the, uh, of what we're talking about. It makes me feel good knowing that it was my choice to make the decision to to take this job, and I think it was the right choice. Oh, I know it was. I mean, you doing like I said, you're flourishing over there, and um, you know, I'm, it's good to see you happy uh, about not just life but work and stuff like that too. You know, and I'm smiling more as well. Y'all know I smile a lot, but mm-hmm. you know, it, and, and and hold on before before we go on, I never realized how much uh the job made a difference because i smile a lot like i roger know me i smile all the time we out in the public i smile i've had several people from all over the company just stop me don't don't know my name because because i feel like who i am is not important they be like i love your smile i like your smile you're always smiling keep that smile I'm, and i was like oh i can tell i'm in a better spot because that mm-hmm. that's me that ray of sunshine yeah i remember you used to talk you used to get on the show and say you'd be talking about how you go to work you don't talk to anybody you know you know you just shut down and you just do your job and that's all it is and you know i you know i remember telling you like but that's not you no, and then not. you know you talked about the new job and how you were just gonna go there keep your head down you weren't gonna say anything i'm like but it's not you you know you have to be yourself and um people need to people need to actually know you this is one of the reasons that i'm not one of the reasons that i've kind of pushed myself off of the internet and internet interactions with with friends and stuff and got more in person or more on the phone and stuff correct because a lot of times you know the illusion of a person but you don't know them Mm -mm. and so and people online think validating any and everything is the same as support Mm -mm. and it's not Mm -mm. because you know like people would i remember you know during the show you would be like 
upset about like the 53 percent and all this stuff it come up every episode it didn't matter what happened a white woman could get slapped in the face you'd be like 53 percent and shit i'm like i wanted to burn the world down i'm not even gonna lie y'all right and i remember like you know that and it went on for a while because i was like you know it's gotta everybody has to work through it a day on speedball mm-hmm. blah. and at that time we also had people surrounding us that i feel like to a large extent they like either hate white women or hate white people and then it was kind of like let's feed off of that and encourage that in you and to push that in you and to make you into us and it's like that's your thing but i know my wife that's not karen's thing that's mm-hmm. not she's not angry all the time come home no. blame everything on some white folks that's not her so like i you know after a while i was like i remember we went out to dinner and we talked about it and i was like so you know are you okay like because this is something you've kind of been harping on it's really been like the yeah, just like you everything. know it was bothering me right right and i'm i'm like you know it's not saying i didn't go you wrong uh white women are great this ain't about protect i don't give a fuck about protecting a white woman or any of this shit i'm trying to protect my wife and be like are you okay is this a you know this anger is this something that's gonna go away or is this something that's here forever is this something that um you're gonna let define you you know is this something is this a new thing for the rest of your life now with this like and so we end up talking because we don't even really hang out or know a lot of white people for us to even be annoyed by them that's no shade to the black people that that do Mm -mm. do. like that's not even shade so you know i just want you to know no one's being judged here Mm -mm. everyone is equal any opinion is valid i don't care if it's candace owens i don't care if it's kanye west might not agree with you but you're still black no even if i even i agree with you even if i don't agree with you i agree with you because you don't need to feel judged and none of your opinions are bad or wrong okay but in this case i was talking to my wife and being like hey are are you okay because this is a a uncomfortable like unhealthy languor level of anger that you normally don't have you know and um same thing with your job i remember being like you know you like you were like i'm fine doing it and i'm like but are you really because you don't that's <laughs> that, not that, you that's very aggressively angry any, for any, somebody to be fine yeah anytime we go out the some fucking restaurant i'm always like oh we gotta go through the whole thing the waiter gonna come over and talk to us for 20 fucking minutes <laughs> without taking our goddamn order that's now that's me that's how i always am but but karen's the one who does that thing where she's like i'm gonna talk to this person about you know whatever like last night it was star wars she talked yes. about the woman couldn't even take our order she talked about <laughs> star wars for 15 minutes at our table but i've gotten accustomed to that because that is karen she's gonna smile she's gonna be nice she's gonna talk to you she's gonna be approachable people love her when they go out uh when i go out they 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 associate me with her if i go out by myself without me they'll be like what well where's your wife i'm like right because you notice it's a lot less fucking talking when it's me isn't it (laughs) but but like that's you that's how you naturally are and so i'm glad to know that like your job is treating you good like that because we all everybody deserve a job to make them feel valid i i until this is the only job i feel validated at doing this podcast so you know i you know it's beautiful to get there um the other thing i was gonna say is you talked for a long time as a sidekick i'm gonna need you to calm that down, <laughs> I'm down. because i'm okay, the main, robin get in your spot i'm the main host okay this is uh i'm the howard I'm the stern robin to your batman yeah no you the robin to my howard stern i'm the howard <laughs> stern and i'm gonna need you to just it's not about your life okay it's about my life it's not about me and how i feel and how these other niggas ain't never gonna get like this okay <laughs> 
you wish you picked me <laughs> could fuck with this but you can't can you because i'm the greatest and i've never had any opinions ever change and i've never been a hypocrite my whole life i'm perfect that's not false. i wish you niggas could i've, I've been all those but things. i know you niggas can't and probably will be again all right uh do you celebrate the holidays in december uh i feel like i'm generally festive in december like i, I do make it a point to be one of these old um what do you call you these like fucking hippie ass people that are like i celebrate you know it's all just holidays to me kwanzaa hanukkah <laughs> solstice i don't give a fuck christmas i just like that people are nicer now everybody's smiling people are a lot nicer they're letting yes. people cross the parking lot in front of them i like Come that on. i wish it could be like that all year i don't know why people had to be dicks for 11 months to have one nice orgasm at the end of the year but <laughs> i'm gonna enjoy this shit while it's here so i like it um uh and that's why we do holiday cards and stuff in which mm-hmm. we just got them in so it's time to mail them out yay yay um, and something else i like too is like people actually walk around humming christmas tunes and shit like that like mm-hmm. i was doing we was decorating and people just walking around just hum i was like this is actually really mm-hmm. relaxing like you say i didn't you don't realize the bulk of the year is not like that yeah and so like you say it is people are extra nice extra friendly and so i really do uh you know and it's odd because this i guess since we don't have no kids i've never really not trying to find never was like ooh about christmas you know this time of the year but you know this is one of the first time in a long time i'm actually really excited and i actually been thinking about uh what to get layla like that's been on my mind too since she's christmas baby mm-hmm. so i don't know what to get her uh because we normally get her something right so i was thinking about uh, that and what to get her you know before you know everything sails out yeah um yeah i've, I've been going around singing uh christmas carols and stuff like that too right it's beginning to look a lot like wood follow my every step take notes on how i crept i'm about to go with depth oh y'all didn't know that was a christmas song yes sir look up the lyrics it is y'all um anyway um 42 percent only celebrate one 34 percent get festive just generally and 25 percent say nope they don't celebrate nothing in december we got some uh jehovah witnesses to listen to the show i hope you enjoy your day off then because you know a lot of if you don't celebrate you gotta go to work that's the new rule no it's not that should make that a rule <laughs> that, that'll stop all the woke people and shit uh you mean indigenous people's week well ain't no indigenous people's day baby you gotta work thursday and friday wait a minute hold up now hold up i will eat one piece of turkey if y'all niggas just let us go home I'll give us a half a day if we can at least go home early i will fucking try some dressing jesus christ I mean, um, I would, who i don't believe in or support but i will take christmas off too give me some I candy mean, i will try the greens and the yams alicia says not related to the poll but i just wanted to say okay oprah i love these books you are recommending uh, okay Oprah. <laughs> 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 rise book club these are my favorite things y'all i love these books you are recommending and reading and wonder what the sales look like after you announce it here on the podcast adding this i'm finding neither are you to my amazon basket now uh you know what i don't know how we affect the sales i will take all the credit for bossy's book being a new york bestseller though we will i'll take all the credit it's not her hard work Mm -mm. it's not her life it's not her like her own poetry and success and ability to like you know to like promote for herself (laughs) it's not the talent Mm -mm. it was me baby okay (laughs) i'm the man behind the puppet that is bossy 
uh nah but seriously uh i don't know what what impact we have on people buying books miss barnes 72 says when you work retail i feel that you totally you really can't celebrate the holidays too much i just quit my part-time job at target this year after sacrificing my sanity for the past two holiday seasons all i can say is free at last if you want to uh, measure to measure humanity work retail uh come on miss barnes that's the truth yeah that's what a lot of people think uh you can tell people who haven't worked any form of retail when i mean retail anything dealing with the general public no matter mm-hmm. if it's cashier uh uh behind the counter no matter if it's like working the floor at like a belt so a dealers or something like that working at the mall fast food server you know people's attitude is very different when you on the other end and not trying to find you realize how shitty people are yeah and i'll say this much man um i remember working at media play for christmas holiday season now many of you have never heard of media Media play Play. because it's a defunct old store and also because y'all ain't woke as me okay i've been on media play the rest of you pick me ass go to best buy motherfuckers just now getting hip to the game but i've been playing with with electronic toys and selling cds and dvds come uh, on i've been on that shit before blu-rays okay get like yes, me before you fucking hypocrites okay you wish you was like me as the main host of this show you know you niggas would could never okay and, and i hope you feel judged <laughs> for not ever going to meet your play <laughs> episode 2000 why do people ever write in they have a problem with anything it's always <laughs> it's gonna turn into joke time i hate to tell y'all that always gonna end up jokes i'm so sorry i I'm, know i'm, I'm sorry if and put it like this and if roger don't do the joke depending on what it is i'm gonna be like oh it's joke time and it's gonna be jokes on my side yeah i know it, y'all write them things y'all hold chest and i'll just be sitting here like Mm-mm, it's just funny yeah mm. Brooklyn Shubay says, ah, being called a nigger. <clears throat> the first and only time was when I was 18. First month of college in New York City. I was crossing the Washington Square Park at 745 in the morning on my way to an 830 lecture. Ain't it wild how you can remember the time and place? An older white man was walking in the opposite direction of, of me and he kind of did that who was going to move out the way tango. I let him pass and he called me a stupid nigger. I froze and stared. He said, yes, I said it. I didn't get mad. I was in awe what upset me though was at the time during the freshman year white boys kept saying i only made it to nyu because of affirmative action shaking my head racism yeah that's wild <laughs> hit that yes i said it white yeah. people crazy right because you know you're not gonna do shit like like if if they actually knew that and he did to the woman not a man right you know if and if he thought you was going to be a danger he wouldn't have did said that bullshit yeah yes i said it oh okay which mean short. which means you do this shit often to black women kim doc says if you ever notice them polls on nbc or cnn there's always fine print underneath the polling data typically they poll somewhere between 800 to 1300 voters and there's always some plus minus value that signifies a margin of error so what know that there's a 3.16 million people in iowa according to the state of iowa voter registration totals by county effect available from the secretary of state's website there are 2.16 million iowa voters uh but they'll ask a thousand voters out of 2.16 million who they favor and put the poll out there i no longer take stock in these polls the same type of polls had andrew gillen winning by four points in florida and we saw white people go for the racist desantis on election day as all three of y'all have stated they definitely aren't polling us and i've never been a part of an exit poll same i ain't been a part of exit poll i ain't been a part of the thing they do for the tv what is that i pay attention to these polls for a different reason though because the polls are dictating the media coverage and that's dictating who the fuck stays in the race kamala harris is out of the race because of them polls 
so we can be like they not real they're real enough you know the other thing too is people will say well them polls had hillary winning them polls were right in the popular vote but the polls aren't the electoral college they're the polls you know um so i don't it's like i don't know how much we can and also the other reason i hope these democratic candidates are paying attention to these fucking polls is because biden is consistently in the lead yes sir as much as i am willing to vote for biden i am not i didn't he's not my number one pick no he's not and so i would like to see like people attack his poll numbers somehow by engaging the people who are planning to vote for him that's not gonna happen if we all sit around and be like these numbers aren't really real i've never had a poll like i don't know it's work somehow it's working like barack obama got his gang ground tight in 2008 when hillary was added in polls like well then fuck it we going door to door i wonder if any of these candidates are even able to do that if they even have the money to do that because one of the things one of the things that uh all these altruistic ass liberal motherfuckers think is so smart is turning down the money from like bigger institutions and and private donors and stuff like that like turn it down don't take the money and and then uh just just go with small donations directly from the people i hear you but what happens when some of the politicians don't play by those rules and the only way you're gonna make up ground is with literal money you have to pay money to these campaign workers to go door to door they're not just gonna do it out the goodness of their heart and there's 20 of y'all so y'all don't even have the consolidated resources right to just have one person flood the ground you need these workers and not there's not any since there's so many of these people except for joe biden bernie sanders yeah i'm only gonna give it to them two right now yes except for those two you don't have the base for a lot of these other politicians and the money is a big part of the base you know so i don't know man i I just know them polls it's like i I agree with you the polls like we know they aren't 100 percent but at the same time, I hope they're not ignoring these polls and then we all gonna act shocked when it's like, well, I'll be damned. Biden really was. Yeah. People really were gonna vote for him. Yes, they were. Allen says, being from South Carolina, mysteriously, I've never been called a nigga to my face. The first and only time was when I moved to Northern Minnesota at the college and was at a bar with, of course, white people. This guy took my, took my chair while I went to get a drink. The group I was told, with told the guy he took my chair and not knowing I was standing right behind him, he said, I don't give a fuck about that nigga didn't know this guy from a can of paint but i hit him with one of the the one hit a quitter and that was the day i knew i couldn't go out with these white folks by myself yeah damn you hit that nigga too Woo. by the way y'all need to make a shirt that says hey twitter world because nah i, I don't want oj try to get these royalties mm-hmm. you know they you know them goldman's on his ass he, he might want some of this money yes sir uh hey twitter world <laughs> that nigga oj ridiculous anyway uh y'all have me crying about the oj loved this podcast and appreciate all that you and karen do so glad i went premium last month because i'm enjoying all the extra content yeah thank you thank you and yeah we started noticing that oj shit over at balls deep so that was actually how it started was mm-hmm. me and justin being like yo you notice this nigga be, he be making them videos hey twitter world I'm talking in the third person <laughs> who's recording that shit somebody and they just uploaded <laughs> uh do you think offset was hacked yes or no he lied that's a good question i would say i'm gonna say yes i think it was hacked too 
27% say yes 73% say no he lying so me and karen getting fooled and you know what guys we feel judged okay y'all supposed to agree with us at all times and make us feel good about when we disagree and i don't see enough of that happening right now so where's y'all responsibility in all this uh mom says i believe offset more than i believe ti well that that much i do agree with i mean i i i, I think ti was just straight up lying i don't even know have a good way to put it uh <laughs> 2006 was uh uh episode uh i'm dreaming of a whites only christmas <laughs> we had one comment uh this is from a mom who says y'all made me laugh so hard i drooled love the whites only christmas song that's why y'all let these confederate cosplayers enjoy the parade so they can praise lily white baby jesus like all good white americans <laughs> i mean here's the truth in the way in the light okay uh and the black capitalist right hit the nail on the head when he said capitalist activism is what i feel it is and it, and i feel jealous um rolling uh love y'all i just uh, just asking but are y'all gonna recap the mid-season finale when the show comes back next year oh we're gonna recap it uh next week sometime uh you know it i I, this is a habit of ours uh with these uh walking dead mid-season finales i noticed it when i was chopping up the walking dead recaps for the uh, premium feed Mm -hmm. i was like oh i have a habit of being like okay mid-season finale all right cool we'll get to that whenever because now we got two months to take a break but uh (laughs) that i didn't mean but what happened was this time we literally were taking a week off yes then we came back and our schedule was hella swamped um so we just didn't have time to do it uh but this week we will find a time to do it whether it's tomorrow or wednesday it'll happen i promise you guys no hornets games for like two weeks so oh wait no a week uh all right uh let's see i realized i really missed the recap show last week wednesday came and all day i felt like i was forgetting something i just couldn't figure it out until i sat down to catch up on watchmen then it hit me oh there was no walking dead recap today but i've been enjoying the premium shows can't wait until the show comes back come on yeah we had to, that was the only day we could do uh balls deep and and pregame i believe mm-hmm. so you know it just that was just the way the schedule broke last week um and then the day that we were gonna do the walking dead recap was a day with janelle james was supposed to be on it but she had schedule mixed up it couldn't be on the show so then it was like okay i haven't prepared to do walking dead we just gotta do a regular show i think we did a recap show we did a feedback show oh yeah yeah yeah, i mean feedback uh have you ever caught someone cheating on you yes or no 56 percent of our audience has caught someone cheating on them 44 percent have not uh alicia says his dumb ass texted me instead of the other chick that the next morning talking about what a wonderful time he had last night at this time i was away at college and hadn't seen him all week it's funny how i never go snooping in relationships but somehow find out their mess damn uh, ouch sh- baby i know text the wrong chick shady dame says i sure as hell did i had been dating a guy for two years and one night at 1 a.m i got a call from his phone it was his actual girlfriend who had been he had been with for three years i was obviously mortified because i was under the impression that we were all in a committed relationship oh wait that we were in a committed relationship but that all changed everything then i didn't mean to say that that we were in a relationship i know it's like we were all in a relationship well yeah y'all actually all was no yeah. you know only two only only one person knew about the entire relationship he was in an open relationship but y'all weren't Your, yours was closed 
i was obviously mortified because i was under the impression that we were in a committed relationship apparently she knew he was up to something well duh uh he would spend most weekends at my house and use his fingerprint to un- i use his fingerprint to unlock his phone after he was knocked out on ambient boy ain't that how it is these days that's why they switched to the face app thing yeah now you got a program that was like your eyes got to be open yeah because they knew they said these y'all motherfuckers is I, yeah, I, we trying to know about a die over an Apple phone. Apple got too many one star reviews from cheaters. They said, "No, nah, we got to stop this. Ah, we got to upgrade it." Um, <laughs> uh, and he had, had been reading through all of our texts. Two of the two of us were on the phone for about an hour, and after about fifteen minutes, it turned into me playing therapist for her ass because she was under the. Oh wait, continue. Um, she's oh, she accidentally submitted comment too fast because she was under the same impression that we were in a relationship also while i was on the phone with her i sent text to him on the phone that she was using to call me telling him that we were over blocked his ass deleted him though i still talk to his girlfriend every now and then what i'm glad y'all became friends mm-hmm. and she's good people and deserves better but not everyone has the strength to leave oh she's still with his ass wow apparently he told her that i was a crazy chick and was stalking him never mind the hundreds of stupid texts that you send when you're in a relationship and she she wanted to believe that mm-hmm. no way because there's no way that uh it's no fucking way she believes that she wants to believe that she's like just give me any excuse and i'll stay uh they were still together when she sent me a congrats instagram message for my wedding a few months ago at this point they've been together for at least seven years so she told me that they're uh they're at the point of no return could not be me baby i know that's sad yeah because for some people and i completely understand it it could be hard to leave and they're like i will it's one of them things where people go some women just want a man just to say i got a man he can be anything i just got a man and i don't a lot of for a lot of people being quote unquote alone you could be single and not be lonely and that's a hard concept to wrap your mind around but there are a lot of single people that are happy being single and they're not lonely well i just had this to say i'm not judging anyone's decisions i don't want anybody to feel judged if you with this man that's cheating on you you caught him cheating had a whole other relationship on you could be having unprotected sex with people maybe bring home std or some baby or something like that's a valid choice that you made because here at the blackout tips as the main host i don't judge anyone everything is okay well that's the co-host you mean the sidekick oh shit i I done i done got downgraded from co-host to sidekick co-host implies that there are two people of equal hosting ability karen i don't know if you understand i was the main host so you would be the side host at best okay like the side chick you the side host yes i'm the main host you the side host okay um so yeah i'm just saying i personally will never be um i personally would never judge her for that you know i understand you said it could not be you but see that's how you treat making her be a pick me because you by saying it couldn't be you you essentially saying i've been on this and you just not getting on this no mm -mm, we don't do that anymore i was told okay in a non-judgmental way that that i was too righteous over here Mm -mm. so we not doing that no more this is opinion free zone no judgment everything's okay um Mm-mm. you stay with that man okay people call him trifling i say he just is a, a indecisive man he just loves too much okay a indecisive trifling man you just have to deal with it because that you know other people been there before and you can't ever make anyone feel bad for any decisions or their roles in anything everything's fine guys 
uh brooklyn shoebag says kinda i pieced it together and forced a confession i'm glad i didn't walk in on anything untoward because i'd be in jail wow yeah sound like um yeah, everybody can't you know yeah some people don't function well she's gonna hit that wake up call caught you in the morning with another mm. one in my bed no uh-uh, she's gonna hit it with that shit damn, damn motherfucker. motherfucker why are you sleeping with my uh, husband come on and that wasn't gonna end well baby i'm glad too because i don't want to see you locked up no comments on the last episode because we was being way too judgmental and <laughs> defending lizzo we was and too much. making these people feel like you know they needed to not defend lizzo and shit uh the poll was does brent john addressing the police change anything for you no i still dislike him yes i was wrong about him or i never had an issue with him in the first place karen brent john the one who hugged amber geiger oh no, and then no, he I addressed don't. the police okay. force uh, him personally don't got a problem with okay so okay. problem with him um so you never had a problem with him with with him yeah, yeah no because I, I i'm i'm of the understanding that he's young so i'm right. like okay you're young you going i'm allowing you the opportunity to grow or to mature i'm allowing you the choices that everybody say we have mm-hmm. choices but then you make a choice and nobody agrees with your choice so now you ain't shit i'm allowing him the opportunity so no i don't have a problem with because we him. see his humanity correct and we have always seen his humanity unlike these other niggas whose humanity i don't see who didn't see his humanity in the first place so now they want me to see their humanity but i'm not giving you the choice of seeing your humanity no nigga i was on this you pick me's um anyway the poll is results 83 percent of people listening that voted in the poll that never had an issue with him in the first place and then among those who did have an issue with him uh 12 percent of people say yes i was wrong about him which uh yo that is very big of y'all mm-hmm. that's mature that's you know i know it's just an anonymous vote in the poll no one left any comments but like real talk man I, that i love to see stuff like that because you know we were uh talking about that from the beginning i was always on this and you niggas wasn't um you hypocrites i was always saying i could see that that boy's humanity and i just didn't feel like that moment was a a good moment to just completely judge everything about him um and it's good to see that there were some people that said yeah man i felt that way you know because i think it it was triggering to see that shit people was very upset you know and, and i completely understand that. and then his image was being used by white people to talk about what we need to be doing as black people and so of course people got upset but i loved it that some of y'all were like nah man i, I disagree like i mean i changed my mind i i was wrong about that um and then of course uh four percent one person basically says they still dislike him so hey can't win over everybody Mm-mm. just gotta be live your life and you know if it makes you feel good disliking the uh brother of a man who uh was killed by the cops in his own fucking house minding his goddamn business and now his brother gotta be a stand-in for all of the uh black people then uh good for you uh you, you win the wokest of the week and uh, uh apparent, apparently so and it's also one of those things where i can't tell anybody how they should grieve over their family member that's not my job my place nor my responsibility because grief hits everybody differently people deal with grief very differently you know and so you know you're going 
when you do that in my opinion you're going well you're not doing the things that i think you should do with grief and sometimes people talk about this and they've never experienced a personal grief like to that like like of somebody like personally has left them some people have but mm. a lot of times when people go hard on grief i mean like super hard you go oh you've never lost a mother brother sister because like somebody close to your heart so you can't understand having a compassion and allowing people to work through their grief however you work through your grief because the thing about grief grief never leaves you learn how to live with it it will never leave you just learn how to adapt in life with it always being there all right let's check the voicemails we got um it was like three voicemails by the same person um on skype um you can of course leave voicemails by going to 704 uh calling 704-557-0186 make it two minutes or less it will cut you off if not and then you'll be one of these people that leaves three voicemails because you got cut off and shit and then it'll look weird and you'll feel awkward when we listen to it on the air and <laughs> it's not good so hey karen hey queen karen um two messages i just want to let you know that um lizzo is a danger not only to the black community but all the americans because well actually i saw some titties at a knicks game and that's how i became addicted to crack although my drug counselor said it's possible because the knicks have been sorry all my life but i disagree i think it's because of those titties just want to let you know that also um if rod i see you know you started to make more and more allowances you know for a lot of these crackers out here if you do turn completely into a white woman and go beyond the ugg boots and the uh pumpkin spice lattes although they are delicious i must say karen you can always come back home i'm i'm a hood refugee i originally from the bronx i escaped to new jersey i'm also an aries so you can always come back home we have a place for you okay just in case why completes his transformation all right and turns into 157 percent just jokes y'all i love y'all so much thank you so much i'll talk to y'all soon shout out to everybody shout out to the whole bgw family all right take care um first of all if i turn all the way to a white woman you gonna leave me of color um um me and karen are just gonna be in an interracial relationship <laughs> it's gonna be interracial she's gonna be one of these people that we gonna come. have pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie she's just gonna be coming to uh my thanksgiving uh with my family we, and we sitting go- outside waiting on some food we- because it is what it is this is in it for the long haul we're gonna have dressing and stuffing and that's it <laughs> i don't know where all this is coming from we're gonna have greens with pork and vegan greens mm-hmm you just gonna have to deal with it i ain't going nowhere <laughs> crazy so go seven calling back I, I just had to say that in all honesty i advocate for anyone who advocates for big asses so big butts are very very important to the fabric of not just american society but world society so please take all my previous context and just okay and um even though Stacey Abrams will be the vice president in 2020, when she does eventually run for president in 2024, 2028, I will nominate you, Rod, okay, as her running mate. <laughs> right, I just wanted to let you guys know. Once again, shout out to everybody. Peace <laughs> and love. Okay, stay black. Stay strong. Talk to you all later. Well, I do appreciate you, uh, you know, also being a fellow advocate for big butts. I feel like 
we're not getting enough uh not getting enough love these days you know you, you would think it is with everybody getting the fake asses and stuff on on the instagram and all the people following the instagram models but as soon as lizzo flashed a thong it was all hell breaks loose it was it was too much for these people i'm i'm like that's my pleasure that's what i came here for <laughs> you know what i came okay they say people don't come to the lakers games for that <laughs> excuse me some of us do don't speak for yourself hey, he left one more voicemail Hey, Karen. Hey, Rob. Um, my brother and sister from church. This is Open 7 again. I was listening to the pregame show, and um, you guys were talking about the election. And one of the reasons that the Republican strategy is gerrymandering and voting for president is because they can't win on sheer numbers. Um, way back in, I want to say it was 2015. It might have been summer of 2015 to 2016. I was listening to Keeping It 1600, which is now on um, Pod Save America. I listened to Crooked Media Podcast, and they had uh, Mitt Romney's um, campaign manager on there, and they were asking why shouldn't, you know, why wasn't Mitt Romney going back into the race, you know, get rid of Trump because Trump was, you know, jerk. And he was like, he's not going to come in because he can't win. I was like, why? I listened to that podcast three times because the next thing he said blew my mind. He said Mitt Romney lost the election to Barack Obama in 2012 with 57% of the white votes. Mm-hmm. 57% of the white vote. So Stacey Abrams' strategy of just reaching out to people of color, Asians, Latinos, black people, and cavitating to some, some white people um, is what brought people out. Democrats win when they bring people out to vote. Mm-hmm. Okay. Republicans have to turn and voter suppress because by numbers they wouldn't win. So I think what people do get when other people are trying to appeal to the white quote unquote white working class, it's doomed to fail. Mm-hmm. People that inspire people to come out to vote are gonna win. That's why Hillary lost in a few crucial states because those black people, people of color weren't really motivated to come out in Wisconsin other places which are already victims in Pennsylvania which are already victims of uh, gerrymandering mm-hmm. I love you guys um, you guys are the best um, please keep keeping on you guys give me hope because uh, a lot of us uh, see through a lot of the shenanigans thank you peace peace um, and uh, yeah I agree with that I think the only thing I'm trying to uh, add to it is that people when people say well you win because you have voter turnout from more than just white people obviously the democratic party is a big tent the republican party is one of only white people essentially and the pick me's oh did i say that of um of 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 the other races right so you have your gay people that are like but i'm okay with white supremacy because i'm gay you know but I'm, I'm over here you know i'm i'm representing the gays and it's like yeah but you know that most gay people will be hurt by the policies hey i'm over here because we can be republicans too and that and you go down the chain you know black whatever right here's the thing though we'll say well most of the white people voted for Mitt romney and even when obama ran yeah that's true but some of them did vote for uh the democrats the assumption is that that number will stay static and i'm not sure that it will you know and i think there's something um reasonable about questioning that i don't think it's wrong i think when you're talking about people's lives you're talking about policies that will affect the entire country it's kind of weird to say only the most progressive policies and candidates and are and issues are the ones that people want we don't have proof of that they're like we like we do know that um 
that we like even with the stuff where you say like well hillary lost because black people didn't turn out and da 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 well also those states had voter suppression also those states had gerrymandering so like it's not just simply one thing you know um i think and then when you look at what black people turned out it was basically like they didn't turn out for her as much as they did for obama they still turned out for her more than anybody else before or after that right you know what i'm saying so that like they still gave more turnout but i think people thought black people would give obama level support now i mean any black person mm-hmm. within the know was like that's not, not even in the cards happening. that's not happening part of listen was sophisticated as black people are and all that shit we still human part of the reason black barack obama got so much of our vote two times because he black period you know like he black and he a democrat he was getting those votes some niggas was like i'm not doing this for hillary and i think one of the things that people haven't reckoned with and maybe never reckoned with is the fact that um barack obama was so excellent that there's a lot of liberal anger left over from his candidacy it is because and they don't realize it it's sub i think this is my own belief system but i think that it's subconscious they don't realize a lot of the demands of the next candidate are honestly just about the fact that they don't feel the same way they felt when barack obama was speaking right even when those even those handful of black people and and progressive people that just like shit on obama and stuff they would they they would never they will never get the candidate that lives up to their online ordeals their their ideals they'll never get that person that person doesn't exist that's just a twitter profile that's just a pie in the sky person that's never made a mistake has no history of this always pushes the most leftist uh, liberal policy and everyone always agrees with them they think that 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 that's what obama was and he never was that they think that's what he campaigned on he didn't you know but um anyway all that stuff to say that yeah i'm not saying that uh these politicians that keep pushing for the middle and centrist centrist shit and we we need white people we don't want them to feel too bad i'm not saying those people are the future or even the people that that make me want to vote for them because it doesn't when they do that to be honest i think think uh most of them go too far with that shit to be frank all that being said i don't want anyone to, to think that you don't need white people to win these fucking elections because you fucking do yes you do if you take white people out the equations you actually don't have the numbers Mm -mm. and white people ain't that woke even the ones who vote democrat are they all have a limit to the shit that they willing to fucking put up with all of them because they white and they have white privilege so even while you keep pushing them and pushing them and pushing them there's a point where they go eh, i'm not doing this shit no more i gave it a shot but now there's nothing i can do right everything is my fault i'm fucking out right and that's why the ball we go forward we go back we that's why we go forward and we go back we go forward and we go back and the thing is but like this i understand that when it comes to white people in a totality i understand i'm even like this to an extent why people go well why do we got to explain and don't i don't want to be your 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 mule and all that stuff i understand that but guess what that's fucking work that needs to be done and we need to admit that work needs to be done by somebody it has got to be done be it by white people be it by black people i don't give a fuck the work has got to be done you don't have to do it but it needs to be done in order to pushing forward because nobody not even black people want to be shitted on all the time that's why we're angry because we go y'all keep shitting on us y'all keep shitting on us white people are human too so you can't be like you ain't shit there's nothing you can do is right fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you and not expect them to turn that's unrealistic 
yeah and so all this to say i don't want or expect politicians to cater their entire message towards white people i don't like bernie sanders white working class bullshit Mm -mm. um at the same time i just do understand that there's a certain level of shit i can say on my twitter account that i don't expect any of these politicians to be able to fucking say it's just like this is the reality of this shit you know and there is a level you can go to to where you can be so twitter popular that you're unpopular when it comes to actual getting votes in real life yes and some of these politicians are starting to run up against that shit and y'all gonna see how it works out man like yeah because we is gonna be biden and um sanders is gonna be who we voting for i'd love to be wrong by the way i'd love to 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 be like you know there's a politician out here being like fuck these white people and white people are still gonna vote for them at the same clip that they voted for the other people i i'd love to 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 but i don't think anything about the history of this country has proven that i should feel confident in that and if you feel differently man i i you know then i feel you're operating on three which is fine but i don't think we've made it there as a country yet no we're not progressive as a country as people think we are like they live in their own bubbles i'm progressive okay you individual person are progressive and the people you hang around are progressive but if you pop that bubble and step outside to the real world the average person even even average black person ain't that progressive they want changes but they want small changes they don't want these big land sweeping changes that you want a lot of times in these bubbles yeah i just know that you know i was reading somebody i cannot remember who said it but i i agree with it when i saw it it was um they said uh your don't mistake your country for your twitter feed come on and i say that cautionary because i feel like i was doing that not so long ago where i was like oh no this is what people want and then i look at real life and i'm like why the fuck isn't it matching up everyone i know wants this thing everyone i know cares about this topic and then when i go you know when i'm not online no one cares about that topic Mm -mm. i'll give you a perfect example uh sex worker rights right this is something that to me i'm like yeah we should legalize uh prostitution sex work should be um we have to protect the people within that industry and it's going to happen anyway so we might as well regulate it because we're actually killing more people and causing more ability to traffic victims and shit like this because we don't regulate it yes sir and because we just like to turn our turn our eyes to it like it's not happening and we also know that being harshly um uh punitive on the sex workers or the johns doesn't actually stop it people have mm-hmm. an impulse to have sex and there are people that need money and it's going to always exist in every single country this exists mm-hmm. there's not this isn't a moral issue this isn't a religious issue none of that stuff can fix the fact that it is going to happen so we can either be denied in denial about it and create a criminal justice system that is fed by the fact that people have this impulse and will pay this money and we've made it illegal or we can do like reno nevada and you just go ahead and say listen here's these places that are like licensed areas where you can have sex and this is how we regulate things where we can make sure people are using protection we can make sure people are not being violent Safe, we can make sure that people aren't getting killed we can make sure that people, people being, aren't being trafficked people being tested STDs. right we can like we can regulate these things and now it's a lot healthier it exists yeah if you're some moral puritan a person or whatever sure you'll feel bad about it but be happy now you have more shit to rail against like you fucking always do about abortion and whatever other things that you know you get mad at like now you get to fucking feel persecuted because you didn't get to dictate to the rest of the fucking country how to live but the point is these things are going to happen 
and that's a huge like issue online like yes, a lot of people i know that didn't fuck with kamala harris will cite like her work with you know she she wasn't progressive enough when it comes to sex trafficking work da 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 right okay cool no one asked her about that in debate Mm-mm. no one they don't even really ask her about it in interviews nope because no one really cares outside of the people i follow on my social media that is not to tell them they're not important that is to say that in my mind i'm like well this is a this is a big issue she's never gonna get out of the gate that was that's not what happened she was fine and there's a ton of other shit like that that is the like political minutia that these fucking policy wonk people get or these single issue people they get like this is the problem and then you look and you go all these politicians had the same fucking policy as kamala harris so there so you were just literally shitting only on her when the other people won't come out and be like we need to decriminalize sex work either you know like like maybe one or two of them have now but not over the years that y'all have been shitting on her like there's something to the fact that this isn't congruent with the real world um and i think people need to accept that um anyway let's get into the emails blackgowtips at gmail.com um first of all i got a gift okay michelle uh went to our amazon wish list yay because listen guys okay this is a feedback show so you are the real important fans most of these niggas don't listen not most there's some niggas that don't listen to this and i'm glad they're not gonna hear this okay we are sending people christmas cards mm-hmm. okay we we got holiday cards right here we will send them you one what do you have to do to get it do i have to send you a self-addressed stamp envelope not mm-hmm. even all you have to do if you want a holiday card from me and karen is email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com put your mailing address in the email please put your name with the mailing address because some of y'all be emailing me from like you know swagger stank 69 and here's my mailing address with no name i need your name too i would like to to put your name on it so we know who we said so it i don't to. have to put this out to big titties 12 you know what i'm saying <laughs> when i right. go to the post office right. you look at it and it just be like your 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 uh twitter name yeah but email us your your mailing address we'll mail you the cards okay we like to we you know this costs us money it doesn't do anything it's really a for net us. negative for us and for it the is business a, sense. it is a loss of money for us yes, yearly to do this okay but we like to spread the cheer we like to let you guys know we're appreciative we're thankful and we wish you happy holidays mm-hmm. so if you would like the holiday card from us and it's a very beautiful card this year um there's all kinds of little cute stickers and stuff on it and this year in limited quantity limited quantities only uh i also have some stickers so the first i don't know how many stickers until i ordered run out. until i run out you guys will get stickers in your um in your uh envelope and you can uh you can stick it on something stick it on your cubicles stick it on your car stick it on wherever the fuck you want to stick things okay ah. and just uh and then we'll uh you know take pictures of it send it to us on twitter and stuff we love that kind of stuff um so anyway we also have an amazon wish list uh i'll put all this stuff in the show notes mailing address amazon wish list stuff like that and someone nichelle bought me a book on the wish list Yay. dear rod and karen i saw this book on your wish list and wanted to pay to purchase it for you thank you for all that you do hope you enjoyed the book nichelle and it's i can't date jesus by michael arsenault um Aww. i saw him on uh 
i saw him on these zamero back when they was on vice okay and they interviewed him and he was uh very funny um and uh also because i want to add a little bit more funny humor books to my reading rainbow segment so i was like oh i should probably add some funny shit and i noticed that there's not a lot of funny shit on that black people are writing on these on the, at least not on amazon and stuff there's a lot of serious shit a lot of race stuff mm-hmm. a lot of like let me explain to you black feminism or something but i'm like what about fun you know sure like by, by people that aren't like comedians and stuff right you know? now, yeah that's the thing you're fine about comedians yes so uh yeah i went ahead and uh thank you so much uh it's on the list thank and you. i've added it brandon says love y'all how y'all doing just want to show some love and appreciation you guys are very thought-provoking and inspirational i've been married three years i only hope to have the longevity you guys have you guys give me great debating points for my weekly cigar group rod i'm also a lefty left-handers unite yes sir i would love to hear you guys link up with where my 40 acres podcast happy holidays thanks again brandon you know um i will i will see what i can do about that i know you know we we all kind of came up together at the same time back in the day when it was the wild wild west we used to always go on each other's shows and shit everybody's but, been busy and yeah yeah now we uh always end up um we record on various days yeah we always end up recording at different times and shit so i'll see what i can do we can figure something out um so yeah let's get to the next email uh this is mega late this is by amber who says i meant to send this when y'all were talking about stephen a smith and that white guy <laughs> that white guy is that what we doing to the god max kellerman mr the 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 uh gotta be leading the league and the concurrent invites to the to the cookout come on now and that white guy i hope it's still funny miss you guys and hope you enjoy your well-deserved break uh yeah and it was uh someone took stephen a smith's picture oh what is happening here and basically photoshopped him into being a white man and photoshopped max kellerman into a black man and says after watching kaepernick debate this is what i see when i watch first take oh no oh man i feel so i, I know i'm not supposed to but man i, I feel know. bad for Stephen a i know i shouldn't but i here i am guys i'm being understanding um how dare you sir yeah the thing i want to say about Stephen a man there's a uh episode of the podcast called um it's a podcast called all the smoke uh karen put me on this podcast it's got matt barnes and stephen jackson doing a podcast and have different guests on the the latest episode has stephen a smith on it and um i i would hope that people go listen to that because i saw on twitter where they were that resist programming account um, which i'm still not i know i I know i know if you probably think i'm tripping but i'm not sure that some on that account is not right real i don't think it's a real account some on that account is not right i'm not saying it's not real but something about it's not it's not all the way real you know what i'm saying like so i hope people um you know i hope people check it out but uh yeah on Stephen a smith on first take uh t.o went on there and he said something to the effect and him and him and Stephen a smith have a really long-term relationship good friends but they disagree on this and he basically implied that max is the black guy and Stephen a smith is the white guy in this and i mean one that's what that's kind of what happens when you have a guy like terrell owens as your friend he's kind of he can be a snake in the grass like that um and uh, it's kind of you know 
and so people started running with that and shit and i'm like y'all don't even really like to most of the time anyway but okay he's agreeing with y'all on this and we're all you know shitting on Stephen a so it's okay but on the podcast there's like a 30 second clip or so that was put on the resist programming twitter account and people have been retweeting it and sharing it to be like see Stephen a smith this proves you know he was on the wrong side and collusion with the nfl and stuff and so when i see stuff like that a lot of times it makes me want to go see the whole thing now i know most people never will you know it's just the nature of we don't have time uh it's a short clip it goes right into what you think about the guy already so you just share it with no other uh, no other context and you just go see he's a bad person right so i went and listened to it and it was one of the better interviews i've heard in a long time um it wasn't just about the kaepernick shit but it was a lot about just his life and his like his own belief system and how you know how he operates in the world and i'm telling you man it i don't know if everyone's gonna uh, get there or whatever i don't expect everyone to agree but there is a certain level of deference that i do show to older black people who are trying to mentor younger people on the ways of the world and it's not coming from the coon place that people call it right and there and it, and it's like only when i go online it is it like that doesn't exist but in real life we do know these people they're our elders we respect them we we don't have to do what they say but we understand that they they watch us make their mistakes right and we and we watch them give us advice that worked for them that wouldn't work for us it's just part of the it's part of the, the the diaspora it's part of the process and you don't like necessarily throw those people out or disown them because y'all disagreed about something but the, the the impulses that we have now to just like completely throw everything about a person out because of one area where we just don't see eye to eye it's just it's not something about it is not healthy and it's very artificial especially because it's an illusion of power that we don't really have because you these people exist around your fucking thanksgiving table too and you're not you can't stop that you know what i mean like i'm not talking about some antiquated like bigoted point of view i'm talking about shit like that one uncle that tells you now you know you ain't gonna be able to get no job till you cut them dreads off yeah you might get annoyed you might bristle every time you see the nigga but at the same time unk loves you he's not just he's not saying that to fucking like belittle you as a black person he's not even saying that when a white person says cut your dreads and when unk says cut your dreads we know that those come from two different places because the white person could give a fuck about you the white person's like don't cut your dreads i don't give a fuck you get a job and your uncle's like man if you're having a hard time getting a job you you know you should consider that you know or whatever you know your uncle that that shits on you for wearing tight pants or whatever like yes online you can do the like well listen i'm for the you know this is just i don't know some whatever words that we got you know this is just another form of blah 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 but then in real life you know you cut up with uncle that's like hey you were you wearing them tight jeans well i see you with them what you wearing some leggings and it's like <laughs> yes they will you laugh at it you know what i'm saying and i think that um and i'm not trying to make Stephen a to the hill i'm gonna die on mm-hmm. but i just feel like there's something being missed in the Stephen a shit because i saw like jamel hill shared the tweet where like you had the biggest person on espn saying that he tried to help the league coordinate this da 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 
and i'm like wow that's a colleague and a you know maybe former colleague and friend or whatever i don't know their relationship but Mm -mm. but i was like damn like you would hope that jamel hill's gonna go listen to the whole hour and at least have it within context maybe she does disagree but you know i think now that you have this kind of black civil war shit over kaepernick you got a lot of people like getting off their headpieces so it's like i'm writing my piece on how everything with kyla kaepernick is is fucked up and faulty and none of it's his fault and then you had the people that are writing you know or saying like well this is how he contributes to the fact that he ain't got a job and there's no middle ground and there's and people are throwing each other away people don't allow for that middle ground anymore yeah like people throwing each other away for likes and retweets and and, and attention and clicks and shit and so it's just very treacherous ground out here it's kind of it kind of i don't know it's kind of but anyway i enjoyed listening to to hit the interview with him because you know and i get the jokes i'm not knocking the mm-hmm. max is black he's white joke like whatever i don't care but i don't know so there's more to that situation than people's ability or inability to really like fully val- val- evaluate that conversation is i don't know i'm very watchful of it right now where i'm like oh huh so you just see it as simply this there's no nuance to it okay cool like i i to me it just lets me know who i can be real with and who you have to just be like oh okay you're always on because there's a level of this to where there's some reality here that people don't want to face true um uh caritha right said episode 2006 dear rod and karen for the past few weeks i've been jotting down things i want to comment on but i keep not finding time to actually send an email or leave a voicemail so i decided to just stop and drop this note real quick the reading rainbow excerpt from monday's show uh was from Brittany cooper's beyond respectability i love her work i met her while she was making a name for herself with her column at salon and started and working on beyond respectability so i eagerly awaited its publication she let me read the book early so i wrote a proposal for an author meets critics session so that the book might be featured at the 2017 conference at the national women's studies association the proposal was accepted so a panel was devoted to her book that year below is a picture from that panel and she does have a picture with her they all they all out there looking like they're having a great time uh martha jones helped the audience understand beyond respectability's contributions to the term of black terms of black women's history intellectual history and the law christy dyson helped the audience appreciate its contributions to philosophy especially in terms of black feminist uh epistemologies and i highlighted how it contributes to literary studies performance studies and rhetorical analysis it was so much fun you guys are nerds look at all the words you guys are nerds. all those big words in that last paragraph i only understood like three of them yeah, i'm not to use a thesaurus y'all nerds nah i love to see people like this is like i love to see these race nerds out here having vocabulary this ain't nothing but comic-con for race nerds that's all this that's was is, that's is they they was their version of comic-con i was on a comic-con panel for race nerds and we had a ball i devoured her eloquent rage her book eloquent rage when it came out and i'm excited about the two books she's finishing right now she's the real deal and it's been a delight to watch her move in the world i'm a little older than she is and she says i've mentored her but i but i learned at least as much from her as she claims i've learned from me over the years uh all right let me get back on task lol sending y'all good energy as always caritha thank you thank you yeah and they, they are they like to having so much fun and uh the other thing too um because i also am a person that is wary of tour as a term and as a thing i know in academia 
it's kind of a thing you can't avoid like it's built into to it the but system, yeah yeah I, I don't like that term as well i kind of bristle at because i like to be like oh right right <laughs> you have no idea they talking about race and these white folks right there you have no idea no idea uh but uh yeah what i was gonna say though is uh because i think i realized uh this last few years is because to me mentorship and certain type of internships certain type of things have been relationships that are rife for the ability to abuse power agreed and so i think i reject that and i like to think of it more like she said where it's like nah we are sharing knowledge i'm learning from you we're learning from each other this isn't like you might hit me up to say hey can you teach me how to you know do you know how i want to i'm thinking about starting a podcast can you do this that and the other what do you think about this idea and that idea i'm willing to talk to you about it and have a conversation but i don't like the term mentor or not mentor because hey man we're just having conversations if you're younger than me you just have me younger than me and we having a conversation you know so anyway last one i believe is from mimi sorry in advance i haven't written in for a while and the title of this is butts 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 <laughs> i've been overwhelmed with all this ass attention thanks lizzo side note the sanitary thing she had enough fabric to sit on and she had on tights people are the worst kind of people oh so she had on tights anyway these niggas they was mad about Ah! nothing i wouldn't sit my bare ass on the seat i appreciate that was just that way of trying to like slide that in though i was i mean it's it's not that i'm just upset she sat on the seat without no well she had on tights i mean i'm still upset that's not enough clothes like they gon' they just want to be upset i appreciate the cavalier way you addressed her people acted like she ran out on the floor and made her cheeks clap for 18 minutes straight why are people <laughs> why are people so anti-butt why do people really act like children are so adversely affected by butts the time and place argument strikes a chord and nerve in me i just feel like it's contrived and it's okay at the beach public uh but not the lakers game because of the kids either it's okay in the public or it's not yeah i don't man like i don't and i I don't even mean this in a bad way because i i like lizzo but like can't can't everybody just not care you know what i mean like do y'all have to be so angry or upset or like they're mad about other shit like can't can't you just not care that she did it like if it's really if you really wanted it to go away it was five seconds of life that no one gives a fuck about mm-hmm. and yeah like it's like you like we know she's being sensationalistic we know she's being provocative do you have to be provoked do you have to be i mean i get it if you i don't know man that shit dominated conversations online for a week straight mm-hmm. maybe two weeks mm-hmm. that was a lot man just it's all right okay me personally i like butts it was fine for me but if you but if it's not your type of hype it's cool you know people do things i will say it would be different if the genitalia were exposed and engaging in actual sex act in public but the line we draw is based on human expression left over from the victorian age also people who are making a distinction between thongs and booty shorts like it is so different and booty shorts on gyrating cheerleaders are so different is the top of the booty uh is it the top of the booty the issue I mean i don't know i it might be the bottom of the booty i don't I, know as you can tell i have not participated in these conversations mm-hmm. I've, I've only seen motherfuckers going yeah. back and forth i just and, go butts i don't you know yeah I top just, bottom mm-hmm. i'm like oh let me click on this gift of her shaking her ass and all right i'm out of here you guys have a great argument 
uh fat phobia is really is real but apparently so is butt phobia unless it is yaya abdul mateen the the second everyone loves his man cakes yeah they do love his man cakes but that was in the show at the right time and place who uh the dude on um you don't watch the show but watchman um, okay the black dude that plays the husband of um regina king uh they have a lot of scenes with his ass um mm. i don't know people just get i don't know i don't know maybe it's because i watch porn i'll just be like this ain't a big deal um <laughs> and glorifying obesity the level of health people choose to be is their choice no one owes being healthy to anyone else additionally some people are just bigger and the judgy uh judgy mcjuggertons jump out with his health patrolling people really think uh they can know your whole health dossier based but solely on size shameful right most people cannot twerk with a flute because cardiovascular health is real skinny and fat what do we want fat people to do hide not be happy not work out not go to the gym not have sex not look good not wear clothing unless it's designed to hide and conceal not love their bodies you said everything they yes, want yes, that's yes, what yes. they want us to do yes to all of that um the other thing that's weird about that too when it comes to um uh we didn't even talk about this last week and i know everyone was mad about it or whatever but uh the peloton ad with the skinny ass woman that did peloton for a year and she lost two pounds and people were so outraged the fucking actress had to go on like good morning america as if she wasn't a fucking actress uh the dude that played the husband we'll get to it in white people news at some point the good that played the uh husband um had to go um like put a post out to ask people to stop harassing him and shit like that um wow it's a fucking commercial well not just that but like if you really believe what y'all say her being not being fat her being skinny doesn't mean she was in great cardiovascular health right you really can't tell the same way you can't tell like someone can be fat and be in like better shape than you think someone can be skinny and it it could be because they smoke cigarettes and shit all day or they just don't fucking eat they don't eat healthy but they don't eat anything and they don't work out there's metabolisms there's a bunch of shit we don't know what the fuck's happening in anyone's body unless you're their doctor you just don't fucking know so it was weird for people to be like this commercial is terrible she worked out for a whole year and she's she didn't even lose weight it's like well maybe she worked out for a whole year just because she wanted to maintain her weight or because she wanted to just be in better shape like it just doesn't just don't buy the fucking bike right and i don't know and a lot of times uh when people work out sometimes it's not always to lose weight sometimes it's to maintain yeah that's why i just said it just don't just don't buy the bike the commercial will be off in 30 seconds watch something else most of y'all are not because those i've looked those bikes are very yeah we can't afford them bikes yeah i was looking i was like oh oh shit look at that price it comes with like a built-in personal trainer that's like like you can talk to them and shit right I, yeah you. i was looking at it but i was like God, i'm not spending that much money i heard it worked though me too uh anyway um we don't do this with anything else these health concerns don't pop up on people who are drinking or smoking weed liquor is literally poison are we going for alcoholism and even though the mary jane is of the earth it's not healthy to fill your lungs with smoke and we actually glorify that shit right people just pick and choose man nobody asks about snoop dogg's health if this nigga died of lung cancer in two years nobody gonna be sitting around well that's when they'll sit around and be like wow you know smoking all that weed no wonder but it's like we don't actually care he gets to go and live his life what's wrong with that nothing live your life know. 
in conclusions the health health and kids are smoke screens for people who are being uncomfortable with larger bodies my favorite quote this week you look like a swollen potato in your avatar how could you say that without irony on larger men talking about fat women rod 2019 me yeah i don't niggas people just be having nobody got more confidence than a fucking man that's just how it is like you hear like men will literally have conversations about how they will not fuck somebody that was never ever Wouldn't, in their life won't you breathe in the same air as them with absolute just zero chance like less than zero chance that going to megan, that megan the stallion is gonna even let you sniff anything on her body and you'll you'll really go had the, the audacity to log into the whole wide world web where everybody can motherfucking see this shit and be like i would never too much for me or whatever the fuck and it's like no one asked no one cared and now let's look at you like That's you know happens. what i mean now let's look at you and it literally is the tweet that keeps on giving because every nigga makes this tweet and somebody's doing it every single day Ain't that old? with another woman that would never cro- will cross the street if they saw you coming because they'd be like Ew. right they body guys will whoop your ass and nobody was bothering you about the way you look you volunteered that information it happens all the time you men are so fucking overconfident it's crazy my you know? dick is the best and people like bitch says who it's crazy man just shut the fuck up be nice to people if you can but but at the same time if you feel that way and you want to come out and say these women that you you know you would never sleep with them even though you look like the hamburglar and shit you know what dog that's your opinion it's a valid opinion it's just the way you felt i don't want you to feel judged by me just because i just because i i'm not gonna call you a pick me just because i wasn't on that and we had a disagreement or we just have a difference of opinion what is that hopefully one day you'll come around to being like i'm not gonna call serena williams a man and i can't hold that against you for the fact that i never said that shit in my life and i always wanted her to sit on my face i'm not gonna sit up there i'm not gonna sit up there and try to make you feel bad about the fact that you just now coming around her when it's convenient no because that would make me some type of weird hypocrite okay i'm not gonna be like that okay i'm not gonna do that that's we offer that for the for the foreseeable future okay our show is now the the show where Mm-mm. any opinion no Mm-mm. matter how harmful no. good or bad from who, anyone's platform Mm-mm. all of it's fine it's nope. all fine people tune in to nope. us no nope, just sir. for us to read the news and tell them what happened and have no, no opinion on it no sir that's what we're here for as, guys no sir as a sidekick who is giving herself a self-promotion back to her spot as the co-host no we are not doing that bullshit no if listen if you log on to twitter looking like a remote control and you want to just be like listen i would never fuck cardi b not with your dick i just have to say that's fine that's fine okay if you want to like at somebody's child and death threaten them hey who am i to judge okay i i i'm glad someone called me out i was getting way too judgmental karen what i was out here just fucking this is wrong that's wrong why you do this i wouldn't do that as if people give a fuck about what i think they clearly don't 
we've only been doing 1200 episodes of this show doing this show for 10 years and we've been doing it wrong for for, for 10 years we're coming on our 10th year anniversary and i just had an epiphany we over that so don't worry about it guys you're all right all right all right until uh tomorrow we're gonna do the gifts we're gonna go and do the gifts wow look at the side co-host for correcting me <laughs> did you just about to wrap it up my beef all man. right we got some uh we got some we did get some cards and some and some stuff in the mail uh thank you karen for reminding me mm-hmm. this one that's what is a good side can do from rego who says marry everything Aww. not not like mary like m-a-r-r-y but you know like mary like holidays merry christmas rod and karen thanks for all the last rego thank you rego thank you y'all gonna add to my card collection i tell you i keep them like an old grandma when she keep birthday cards she does keep all y'all cards and letters and shit so. I, I really do um this one's from tanya tanya w yeah she sent me um these spices one time Mm-hmm. and i use them when i cook um and uh i ran out and i actually bought the spices um, myself this time because yes. that's how much i like that's a now that's a good gift. gift yes you gave to me a thing that i will be using for the rest of my life uh peace what is this a duck or a dove i don't know a bird it's ron a bird. and karen may the holiday season come to you with wonder with peace with gentle gifts of joy Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year to two, the two of the coolest people in podcasts and all the best, Tanya W. P.S. I love lip smacking good. Oh, oh, thank you. We actually need to do some more though. Yes, and she is very, a very sweet person. Yeah, very supportive. She goes out and sees like the comedians mm-hmm. and stuff. Like very, dope. very cool people. Oh, we got this one from um, Toy uh, Safe Space. This is the um this is uh mm-hmm. the charity the, the thing that we like gave to yes um thank you so much for your support of our mission in 2019 we're excited about the future and grateful to have you standing with us in the fight against domestic violence as we support and uplift survivors peace and blessings safe space property management Inc. thank you thank you baby and what's this one this is oh my man jim search um wrote a book called grad school a seventy thousand dollar phone charger by jim search um uh you may remember him from three of negroes podcast mm, back in the day mm. uh so he sent us this book to read because you know i likes to read and uh i'm gonna be reading it so he also sent me like the the pdf file and everything so Yay! Uh, that way i can hopefully read it digitally as well um and then i think this is the last one we got oh i got okay we got this gift high rider karen looking forward to sitting seeing more food and cooking pics from you both hope you enjoyed and whip up some yummy food nichelle and this is from our amazon wish list and it is oh can, y'all probably can't see it through the plastic uh but it's a stir it's like oh with the separators yeah yeah oh that mixes up a whole lot better and the stuff don't get all clumped up in the bottom yeah i had one of these and it was so cheap the one that i bought mm, i think it broke i got it on sale at uh the place that i get my aprons uh and uh when i cooked when i washed it in the dishwasher if you put it down like that in a dishwasher 
some about it made like either the glue or whatever holds these things in yeah. place dissolve and they started falling out Uh-oh, and so if you turn it this way it was fine but guess what it cost me one to learn that lesson uh. so <laughs> i asked i added it to the wish list because i was like man i I like that thing yes particularly when you stirring up certain things of, of putting your your dries and wets together mixes it up better yeah and so the last thing is before we get out of here this isn't a gift but um uh, you know this i was gonna let you guys see what the holiday card looked like um give me one second here um okay that's just the cover all right all right so this is what the holiday card is gonna look like um it's us and fruity land oh yay and then on the inside it's us as the 8-bit version yay and then on the back it's the the heart uh the heart us i don't know if you guys remember that yay Um, oh these are pretty yeah and it's got like little stickers and stuff on it so you guys will be getting these in the mail for you that send us your address i I don't know people be looking forward they were like oh i know they come back next year yeah i'll be sitting around here just like uh printing all these labels and shit and all that stuff (laughs) like every year i'm printing the labels going why the fuck do i think this is a good idea this is work i always get excited about doing this extra work for myself but you know what you guys are totally fucking worth it yeah even the ones who think i think i'm better than everybody else and that uh i I think you guys all pick me's and uh you know i i'm such a different special negro even the people who write in to say that kind of stuff that think reading rainbow is a terrible segment and (laughs) even you motherfuckers even you i we appreciate y'all uh so and we wish y'all happy holidays as well and we'll be talking to you guys later on in the week uh so we'll see you tomorrow until then is there anything else i forgot nope that's it all right well you gotta get your hair did and i gotta put this show up so until then i love you i love you too